Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Hello, beautiful listeners. I have some exhilarating news that I'm thrilled to share with you all. Are you ready to ignite that inner spark of confidence and embrace a life brimming with vitality? Whether you're pondering a life without alcohol, taking those first empowering steps into sobriety, or looking for rejuvenation post-alcohol, I have the perfect occasion lined up for you. So mark your calendars for September 25th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and prepare to dive into a transformative day with my Revive and Thrive Academy. This is the haven for incredible women just like you, eager to rediscover and celebrate their true selves beyond the bottle. And in honor of National Recovery Month, this day promises to be nothing short of spectacular. As always, I will be right by your side, cheering you on and guiding you every step of the way. Now, for those tantalizing details and updates on what's in store, make sure you follow me on Instagram at shine underscore Gina Kunarian, or you can find me on Facebook. I promise you, you won't want to miss out on the buzz and behind the scenes peaks. Don't forget to check the show notes to find the link where you can follow me. Today we delve deep into a topic that touches countless lives, yet often remains whispered about in hushed tones. Menopause. But why is that? Isn't it time we started embracing these natural transitions of life? Joining me is Marjorie Nass, a holistic healing guru who has empowered countless women to not just navigate through menopause, but to thrive through it. From the power of breathwork to setting healthy examples for our children, today's conversation is a blend of wisdom, experience, and a whole lot of heart. So whether you're approaching that phase of life, are in the midst of it, or simply wish to understand and support the women around you, this episode promises insights that could change the way you view menopause forever. Sit back, take a deep breath, and let's get started. Welcome back to the Shine Within podcast. I have a lovely guest here, Marjorie Nass. She is passionately dedicated to champion women through the challenges of peri-post menopause. Her overarching goal is to empower them to rise above common symptoms such as hot flashes, irritability, and excess weight, guiding them towards a life filled with vitality, confidence, and energy. Drawing from her non-medical approach, Marjorie offers support regardless of a woman's choice on hormone replacement. She delves deep addressing the root cause of hormonal imbalances with particular emphasis on the role of lifestyle. With a wealth of experience spanning over two decades, Marjorie seamlessly integrates the principles of yoga in its ancillary wellness science, Ayurveda. 
<laughs> into her practice. This holistic system she has curated is not just about addressing symptoms, but also unraveling their underlying causes. More than just providing solutions for issues like hot flashes, fatigue, and weight gain, Marjorie's integrative process is proactively designed to prevent potential future challenges. Having positively impacted the lives of thousands, Marjorie Nas stands as a beacon of hope for women navigating the tremetulous waters of peri um, and menopause. Under her guidance, many have rediscovered their health, redefined their self-worth, and reignited their zest for life, ensuring they remain vibrant and spirited for decades to come. Thank you so much, Marjorie, for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Gina. I'm excited to speak with you. I'm excited too. I know we were just talking about uh, <laughs> post, or not post, my perimenopause, and because I'm going to turn 42 in, oh my gosh, in December. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. I don't feel 42 though. I feel like I'm like 22, how I was supposed to feel at 22 years of age. So yeah. So thank you for uh, joining me today. Could you just share a little bit about your experience with, you know, peri or post-menopause and how it has actually inspired you on your current mission? Thank you. Well, I did not, I had a good experience through perimenopause and menopause. And I attribute that to the lifestyle that I had been living through my mid thirties and beyond. And what I found with my clients who were not having an easy time is when I really put together all the steps that I had been taking um, holistically in terms of uh, an Ayurveda simply means science or knowledge of life. And it's considered yoga's sister, sister science. So it's really all about lifestyle. And I live what I teach and bringing that into my clients' lives really made a difference for those who were struggling. And for those who weren't quite in that phase yet, as I worked with them, they didn't struggle. It was, it was a breeze for them as well. And so I'm about seven years post-menopause now and feeling great. So it doesn't have to be a sentence where your life is over and you're just getting old. Yes. And thank you so much for sharing that because I really do think that it's all about how our mind and body and the connection and with our spirit as well. And can you talk a little bit about more what Ayurveda is? Because this is going to sound funny, but this is a new word for me. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, yoga has become so popular and it's really the physical branch of yoga and some spiritual and some breathing. But yoga's sister science has been around for thousands of years. And and it really, I, when I started studying this, it's like the world made sense to me. So we look at daily rhythms of day and night. We look at monthly rhythms, which is, you know, the moon. And that's how women's bodies have their monthly cycle. That's in alignment. And then the seasonal rhythms and how those changes and how we can adapt to those. So in our modern world, we've really gotten away from nature's rhythms, we're working, you know, we're, we're up all, we're, we're up late at night. We're eating, you know, rushed. And so it's really about how can we honor our bodies because we are part of nature and every element that's in nature is also in our body. Yeah. So I've heard of the moon, like the moonstrual cycle. The moonstrual <laughs> Moonstrual cycle, like uh, I guess what the moon is related to the feminine energy, and then the masculine is more related to the sun, um, and then 
it's funny because I was just talking to my husband because he was like, I'm so tired. Can you help me rest? I'm like, well, how am I going to help you rest? I said, okay, come here. Let me give you a hug. And then is it true that like, I don't know if this is part of your expertise at all, but just out of curiosity, um, when like the moon represents the female and the female is more like a magnetic. And then that represents kind of like also a darker energy, but also uh, it helps with rest. It helps like uh, take away energy. <laughs> is that true? Well, I'm going to look at it slightly differently because you talked about male is sun energy and women is uh, moon energy. So if you think about a man, they are fertile every day. And like, you know, it's like sun energy is just, it's there all the time. And for women, they're only fertile once a month right? So it's like the full moon is only once a month. And think about it. The moon is strong enough to change the tides, just tides of the ocean, because the tides are stronger at the full moon. And there's, and they're, you know, that's related to women's bodies and our monthly rhythms that are 28 or 29 days, just like the moon. Totally makes sense because, you know, men are always fertile all the time and women are like, well, you know, <laughs> once a month. <laughs> So it makes total sense. And that's what I have to explain to my husband sometimes too. <laughs> like, hey, I only am once a month, but whatever, that's a different topic. Yeah. Um, so many women, like they face challenges with like hot flashes, irritability, and of course, weight gain um, during menopause. How do you help them transform these struggles into like a, into a period of vitality and like, of course, health? Well, the first thing is beliefs. And a lot of women that I speak with, they feel that it's inevitable. Perhaps they have women that, or sisters that are a little bit older than them who are complaining all the time about the hot flashes. I hear that a lot of women, their friends will say, you just wait, you just wait and hear, see how bad it's going to be. So that creates an expectation. Um, it's like the placebo effect similarly um, that, that something is going to happen. And once we understand that common uh, because if something's common, that doesn't mean it's normal. And I always like to bring up that other cultures, women are not struggling the same way because they're living differently. And for most of us, we are not honoring the cycles of our body and honoring the cycle that things are, are changing will help. So we look at really connecting with the body how we're, you know, honoring our fatigue, honoring our hunger. And that in and of itself is helping to align with nature's rhythms. And when we align with our sleep rhythms and we can dial that in and we dial in what's going to be not just the best food, but how we're eating. I have a whole um, system about that. How, when, why, where, and who we are eating with rather than just what that starts to bring the body back into balance. And all of these negative symptoms in menopause and a lot of women struggle with sleep because of their night sweats. When you're not sleeping well, that affects your mood. It affects your productivity. Um, it, it affects everything. It affects your sex drive and it affects your weight. So when we start to look at how we're responding to stress, that helps to create balance in the body. 
And I want to say that how you've been living up until now is going to be reflected in your menopausal symptoms. So for women who have been taking, who have been not putting themselves, uh, making themselves a priority, who are always putting everybody else first, um, that's going to become, it's going to show up in menopause. And that's partially an emotional thing. And of course that affects our body. Yes. Yes. It, it's so true. Um, I with especially with eating, you know, we were conditioned to eat at a certain time. You must eat breakfast. You must eat lunch. You must finish your food, but it's not like that. I think a lot of people are not paying attention to their body and listening to those hunger cues as well as your body is actually there to help you and guide you. And you have to pay attention. Like if you're hurt some, some way, somehow, I'll use myself as an example. I was drinking for many years and now almost uh, six years sober this, this month. Actually, what's today's date? The fourth. Okay. And like three more days, it'll be my six month anniversary or six month, six year anniversary. So I'm excited. But I realized if I kept up with that lifestyle, I wouldn't be living exactly a life full of joy, I should say. Like I have, I don't, like I was telling you earlier, I don't feel like I'm going to turn 42. I, I feel like I should have, I feel like I am 22, but when I was 22, I was already feeling like I was 42 probably because <laughs> of my health. So it's very important just to listen to our bodies and recognize certain like hunger cues and just to focus and pay attention and take care of us. This is our, this is our temple. This is, this is where our spirit lives in. So we got to take care of it. I love that. And I also call it like the house that you're living in. Like this is your one and only house, your one and only temple. And if you live in a house, you've got to be taking care of it or it's going to fall apart. It's really, it's, you've got to be, if you wait for things, they're going to take a lot longer to fix. But if you're maintaining it, if you're taking care of it, then then you won't have to address these emergencies. And I also talk about um, listening to the body's whispers because once we start paying attention and being more aware, we start to notice things that haven't been there before. And when you're feeling better physically and emotionally, everything in your life can change. Absolutely. Now, what are some practices do you recommend for women who are starting to get, you know, those hot flashes and weight gain? What would you, what would you tell them? Well, it it is individualized and there's a, an overall, because each woman has been living differently and they're living in their bodies differently. This is where I go a little bit deeper. But for every woman, like, like we talked about, this awareness is essential. And instead of fighting against the symptom, and I use the hot flashes or night sweats of example, if there's a lot of anger about that, if there's a lot of despair in that, the emotions are going to intensify those experiences. And so instead, how can we look at it like this is a sign that I need to pay attention to? And rather than just suppressing it or wanting to get rid of it, how can we understand what's going on underneath? So again, talking about sleep and talking about, I don't even call it diet. I call it nutrition, how we're nourishing ourselves, how we're moving and how we're talking to ourselves, how we're treating ourselves. 
I love that. And I noticed because people are always taking care of everybody else, but they're not taking care of themselves. Yes. And that's one thing that I was doing. I was like a yes, ma'am. And I was always trying to please everybody else, but I, and, or people would try to get advice from me and I would give them advice, but I wasn't healthy within, you know, I was lacking sleep. I was putting poison in my body. I was also eating a lot <laughs> at a time. I was over 210 pounds at one point in my life. So yeah. And then just those shifts in the mindset. And then you'll notice that your body will start feeling better uh, because you want to take care of your body much better. And then you're just a happier person. And then everyone wants to be around you. Um, so are you, did you say you're a yoga teacher? I started out as a yoga teacher. Yes. And then I studied yoga's wellness science, Ayurveda. So Ayurveda. And can you walk us through how these ancient practices can be relevant to transforming the modern women going through menopause? Yeah. So Ayurveda has been around for thousands of years. So way, way, way before modern medicine and modern medicine is amazing in terms of urgent things that need to take care of. Like if you, um, if you, you know, break a bone or something, um, Ayurveda is not going to help. It can help you heal, but something will need to be done medically. Ancient practices are simple. They are very simple and aligned with nature's rhythms. And when we are taking care of our body over time and aligning with nature's rhythms, we're less likely to go out of balance. If you think about ancient times, and actually it's not even thousands of years ago, it's a few hundred years ago and there wasn't electricity. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't light except for candles. So there was this winding down because there wasn't light. And we've all heard that electronics and phones are, will, will interfere with sleep. And that's true, but it's also about the energy that's coming into our body. So this ancient wisdom of being with ourselves, being with our family. And when I first started teaching, there weren't smartphones. So there was less of, of this and there wasn't social media. And I've just seen over the years that that becomes even more and more of a distraction. So I think what we can learn about this ancient science is being with ourselves, paying attention with ourselves, not looking outside ourselves so much for information, because when we do that, that's when we're less, dis that's when we're disconnected from ourselves. So I think that's one of the main things. And also this ancient science really looks at digestion first. Mm -hmm. And why are we digesting a certain way? If you do go to an Ayurvedic doctor, um, who, and there are plenty of practitioners around the first question will be about your digestion. And if you're a woman about your period, because those are the functions that need to be working well in order to survive. So looking at digestion, um, are we absorbing, are we assimilating and are we uh, and what are we eliminating properly? So that's one of the first things that we can look at. And uh, yes, it has to do with food, but it has to do with a lot of things, a lot of other things also. Is there more that you want me to go into about that? Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so Ayurveda, and again, this really, when I learned this, this made sense to me. So the world and our natural world and our bodies are made up of five elements, starting with earth, 
water, Mm -hmm. fire, air, and space. And each one of us has a unique combination of those elements. So some of us are more prone to be very out in the world and very fiery and very quick with temper and very quick with our thoughts. And for women that are like that, they're going to be more prone to the hot flashes because there's already excess heat in the body. And that's also going to be affecting their digestion. So when fire gets out of balance, what happens? We get burned. They fire spreads. And, um, you know, I love looking at the terms that we already have, like somebody's being hot, hot headed, right? And then there are people that have more of a heaviness and it doesn't have to do with weight. It has to do with like a solidity in their body. And those people have more earth and water. And so those are the women that are going to feel even more sluggish and more tired. And I like the term, somebody who's a stick in the mud, like they don't want to change. They don't want to change. And that's water and earth. Right. Um, and then we took talk about people like they're solid as a rock. They're, they're earthy. They're, um, they're dependable because they're so grounded. And finally, there are the people who have more air and space. And we have the term spacey, like somebody who's not as connected um, with, and those are, these are all amazing qualities. There's nothing that's good or bad. We just want to look about how that how we're imbalanced and how that's going to affect us in menopause. So people like that, they have a lighter body. They're more prone to being cold and they're more prone to, you know, being, having like excess movement. And for women like that, they're going to get even more anxious if they're prone to anxiety and they're going to lose their focus. There's going to be more brain fog and their sleep is going to be interrupted more. Um, people with those elements tend to be lighter sleepers, where the people who have more earth element, that's like somebody who like you have to wake up, like they will sleep through everything. And someone who has more air and space will wake up from the tiniest movement. Yeah, so I think I fit into the, <laughs> the not hot, I wouldn't say I'm hot headed, but <laughs> the fiery Um, the fiery category, because I'm very, you know what, I thinking about it. We're never just one. We're never just one. We're generally two are the dominant ones and then the others. So we're not one. I should clarify that we all have all five elements, but we have two that are more of the tendency. More of the dominant one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And does it go also like, you know, cause I'm a fire sign. My birthday's in December. I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> Is that all related to and connected? Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> cause I wasn't sure. I don't like- know as much about, but like when two sciences come in, there can be you know, some contradiction. So I'm just going to stick with Ayurveda for right Yeah. Let's stick to Ayurveda. Cause yeah, I don't know. That's why I say, I don't know what Ayurveda is. So thank you so much for sharing that. That's awesome. Now, um, like for two decades under your belt and having assisted like, you know, thousands of women, I mean, that's a lot. (laughs) Can you please give like a standout story or like some type of testimonial that one of your clients had uh, told you like, Hey, I am just so happy and overjoyed. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell the story of my client who, when she came to me and she had a lot of fire, um, she was working a very, very stressful job. She was traveling. Um, she was carrying extra weight. 
Uh, she was hot and she was so tired. She would come home and just fall asleep on the couch. And then at two in the morning would have to have to get up. And she was so tired that she had to kind of sleep some of the weekend away, sleeping late, trying to catch up on sleep. And she wasn't taking that good care of herself. And so we started working together and we started lining up these rhythms and when she started starting her day off differently, because before she was like waiting until the last minute to go to sleep, running, uh, and then running behind for the rest of the day. So that's what I talk about. If you wake up in a rush, the rest of your day is going to seem rushed. So we worked on aligning her rhythms and we worked on, um, which, which helped with her energy and over, uh, the course of a few months, a lot of things happened. First of all, she started sleeping better. So she had more energy and we helped her create a morning routine. So when she had more energy in the morning, she was able to take care of herself in the morning. And what she found was that work was not a healthy environment for her. This was not supporting a lifestyle that she loved, where she could be really active, where she could have a time to take care of herself the way that she wanted to. And what happens when you start feeling better physically and emotionally is you start to look at your life. And she had always had a passion project that she'd kind of had on the side for years. And she made the decision to walk away from the job that she really wasn't enjoying anymore. And she figured out an, you know, an amazing package for herself that she was able to be supported for while she was making this transition. And because she was location independent, she and her husband were able to move. They moved out of the Northeast. Neither one of them liked the cold. And so they moved to um, a warm weather state where they're able to enjoy themselves and enjoy their physical activities all year round. So, and, and she's working full-time on this passion project, affecting people all over the country, doing something that she loves. So that's one of my favorite stories. And I'll, I'll add for, uh, for another woman who came to me who was not sleeping. She had hot flashes, three, four, five times a night. And when she woke up with the hot flashes, she couldn't fall back to sleep. So essentially she was living on no sleep, which obviously is not a good place to be, but she was the caretaker for one of her granddaughters. And she wasn't able to give her granddaughter the attention that she wanted. She'd have to put her in front of the television because she was just too exhausted. And sometimes she would fall asleep, which with, I think she was three at the time, obviously is not healthy. And she was the first to admit like something could happen. So she got to the point, she got to the edge. So, um, this is where, you know, prevention can help this, but she got to the edge where she was like, I cannot do this anymore. So within, within 10 or, or days or two weeks, her night sweats were significantly reduced and they were reduced in severity. So she wasn't waking up fully the whole time if she had a few. And we started to work on, you know, her nutrition and she started to be more present for her granddaughter because she wasn't so tired. And what's really cool is that she started um, incorporating some of the breathing techniques with her granddaughter. So her granddaughter was like learning her numbers by counting with the breaths. 
And she doesn't have any night sweats or hot flashes anymore. She has the energy to be fully present. And over the summer, she was with all of her granddaughters. So she was doing all the things that she wanted, going to the parks, going to the beach, um, riding horses, like she, which is a love of hers. And then she had had things that were projects that she had around the house for a decade things that she wanted to clear out, things that she, you know, things that you just kind of don't notice anymore. And then she went into her garage and she had these like projects like painting. Uh, I think she was like painting uh, like old milk jugs and mailboxes that were really became works of art that she loved and that the girls were, were um, excited about as well. So that's one of my favorite stories too. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's beautiful. I mean, see how, like just, just changing certain things, you know, better sleep, better nutrition, just overall will bring happiness to your life. And then once you're happy and feel that joy and just so like, you know, it, your whole perspective on life just changes and shifts and you're able to do more things, you know, um, as we get older, you know, we tend to have body parts of ours that are not functioning as it, they used to. But I love that you really focus on the holistic aspect of the body and the mind. And when you have those two together, it, I don't, yeah, then the hormones, <laughs> the hormone imbalances that we have will not, will, won't even exist anymore, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, our, our sex hormones are going to change. We have um, agency to control our stress hormones. And that's what all of this does. And stress hormones do affect our weight. Um, I didn't talk about weight, but both of these women lost weight as well. Wow. And, but it's about how you're living in the world. It's not just to get rid of the hot flashes. It's not just to get rid of the weight. It's not to sleep better. It's all those things so that you can show up happier. You can be a role model for all the women in your life, the women that are your age and the younger women. Some of the, some of the, my clients tell me that, you know, their daughters are like dreading going into menopause, you know, some of them, you know, if they're 50 ish, they have women who, you know, daughters who are in their mid to late twenties and they're like dreading it. And, you know, again, that creates that expectation effect. And I call it about being a cool grandma. So whether your kids are 10 or 20, you know, most women who do, those who do have kids, not everyone has kids, I don't have kids, but that they can be the cool grandma who's traveling with their grandkids and doing all the active things and going hiking and going skiing so that they can be there for them. That's what it's about. Yeah, there's hot flashes. Yeah, there's weight. But why do you want to do all those things? And showing up to your partner, feeling confident, um, feeling attractive. And, and that confidence affects everyone and everything in your life as well, including work. Oh, yes. And I love also when, it, when you, you mentioned that your client was like, you know what, this work is not what I want. And then her and her husband move somewhere that they prefer to live like listen to your spirit that's you know speaking with you like trust yourself your inner voice has a, has a say and if you just follow it and just live that way it's so life is so much better and that's what I've learned to start doing is just really listening to my inner voice and the one that's on my side not the mean one that's in my head sometimes because you know we still get those 
negative uh, self-talk sometimes, but I, I tune it out and um, I live completely differently now. And I'm actually kind of excited as I'm aging because I feel like from whatever you're saying and the way my I'm living now, my menopause probably will be like, I won't even have those symptoms of irritability, hot flashes and weight gain because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not irritable. Uh, so, I mean, sometimes things, of course, make us irritable, I'm human, uh, sure. but I don't, <laughs> I, uh, as far as hot flashes, I, I get warm, but it's because I've been moving a lot in the house or doing things that are active or it's very that's hot outside. That's not a hot flash, <laughs> Gina, that's not a hot flash. Yeah, it's just warm, right? And then I, uh, my sleep has improved a lot. I used to just, especially when I started in my business, it's like, there's no sleep because you're always like working. I'm like, no, no, no. I need to set like a nighttime routine and you know, and then no screen time <laughs> whatsoever, especially the TV. I unplug that sucker. We don't even, we don't even have cable anymore. Like we still have Netflix. Sometimes we'll watch movies here and there, but we just tend to unplug the TV. Cause that's just, I always say, call it caca TV. <laughs> it's just what do you call it? Caca TV, like poo TV. <laughs> I say um, caca is something, okay, I won't get into that, but that's like a, a term for like S-H-I-T, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it feeds us negative things like the news, especially. A hundred percent. If I could could just interject here. Please, for please. Second, absolutely. Because that is one of the things that I talk about a lot. Um, and that's part of, you know, eating is just one thing that we're ingesting, right? We're ingesting things into our mind. And one of the things about the news in particular is that, again, everything's coming at us. That's going to interrupt our sleep. That's going to interrupt our dreams. And our, our sleep is about, um, is about digesting deeper things. And, and, you know, detoxify is not a detox. It's about absorbing and assimilate and um, excre excreting and eliminating what we don't need. And that's in our mind as well. So if we don't get these deeper level of sleep, that's also why we're going to be tired. And here's what I say. There's nothing on the news that you need to know that you can't wait until the morning to find out. Nothing. If they're, you know, uh, in the very, very, very rare cases, there's an emergency, like a uh, a hurricane um, recently, like you'll hear about that a few days in advance. Do you know what I mean? Oh, or yeah. that's an exception. That's a big exception. But on a regular basis, you don't need no, you need to know what's happening. And it's all negative. And we need to put and, and it's being fed to us. And we need to expose ourselves to more positive things. Because if that's what you're taking in at night, you're not going to have a restful sleep. Even if it's um, entertainment, it's still sort of exciting and stimulating the mind, which is also going to make it harder to go to sleep. And I realize this is a pattern that people have had for decades. Um, and, and we work on that in, in, uh, with my clients, I work on that a lot because again, there has to be this bigger reason why you're doing this instead of, you know, I can't just say, don't, you know, turn off, turn it off. Some people can do that, but there's gotta be some other things behind it. And that's where the coaching comes in. I love that. Uh, I need to tell my mom that because to this day, even though she's 73 years old, she still will have to have the TV on before. And that that supposedly helps her fall asleep. 
<laughs> I'm like, okay, no, no, no. No wonder why she has 10 shoulders and everything. Like <laughs> sometimes I have to work out her shoulders sometimes because she's tense. Well, now I know why yeah. the TV needs to go, <laughs> even and, if it's exciting. You know, I'm, I'm old enough now to remember like when there was news at six o'clock and there was news, you know, even there wasn't even really news at, at 10 o'clock or seven o'clock and that was it. And then you woke up and you read the newspaper and that was, and that was it. That was before 24 hour news. And there was just more, more space. Obviously we're not going back to that time. Just like we're not going back to horse and buggy. <laughs> Although I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm old enough that I remember that. Cause anybody who's in their thirties um, and twenties doesn't, you know, always had computers and a phone. But there's a simplicity and the chronic illnesses that were present, that are present now, although all the autoimmune issues that are going on now weren't present then. And that was also, we were, we were cooking for ourselves a little bit more. So there's, there's lots of steps, but again, the first step is starting to listen to your body. You can do that with one simple breath. You and I have talked about breath work. It doesn't mean you have to sit down for a half an hour. It's free. It's just, you know, before you eat, how are you breathing? Before you go to sleep, how are you breathing? And that will connect you with your body in the moment. Absolutely. And I also love that your client was doing breathing exercises with her three-year-old granddaughter. Yeah. I, I do that with my children as well. I, I just like family breathing time. <laughs> I love that so much. How old are your kids? Oh, okay. So 15, they're all boys. So 15, nine, and then he's going to turn eight next month. So he's seven right now. <laughs> so, and then we just love breathing. Well, the seven-year-olds kind of like, mm, but the other ones enjoy it, you know? Yeah. So we try well, the to little ones. Things. I know the little yeah. ones are kind of finicky. <laughs> yeah. But they'll, but he's going to see his brothers doing it. Um, right. I love that. I love that so much. And for those of you who do have kids, when they see you taking care of yourself, they're going to know that that's something that they need to do. And I talk about, um, you know, women it, it's for boys and girls, but for women who have daughters, if their daughters have never seen them taking care of themselves, that's going to be the role model that they receive. And then they're not going to be taking care of themselves in, in their own relationships. And as, as they go on. So uh, being an example of a healthy woman, not only are you feeling better, you're going to be um, affecting everybody in your orbit. Um, I live in an area where they're, you know, where people come and they live after they're retired. It's not a retirement community, <laughs> just the town that I live in. And I see these people walking, they are in their eighties and they are standing up straight and they are moving wow. because they've always been moving. And like, if you see that, that's what you're going to expect. But if you see somebody who's in their seventies or eighties, who's sitting around watching TV, that's kind of what you're going to expect as well. Yeah. So, right. So be the example, be the example for your children. I love that. Yes. And I, I, we try to set example all the time with eating good, reading a lot, <laughs> less screen time, especially before, like, cause everyone who, when they wake up, this used to be me first thing, check my phone before I go to bed, check my phone. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You just let it go and then breathe yeah. and then just meditate or pray. And then you'll see your morning the next morning. It's going to be much better than you expect. Yes, absolutely. Now, where can our listeners follow you and find you if they want to work with you? 
Yeah. So my website is my name, MarjorieNass.com. And on my website, you will find a masterclass called Five Shifts to Thrive Through Perimenopause and Menopause. So that is the best place to start. And you'll learn how simple things make a big difference. I always recommend women start. And if you resonate with that, then we can talk. Um, if you know you want to talk to me right now, you can just send me an email again, uh, Marjorie. You can go to my website and contact me there, or it's Marjorie at MarjorieNass.com very simple. Um, I'm on Facebook on my personal page and I have a free Facebook group, which is called vibrant through menopause. And I have videos there. I do live and I do posts there that are, are helpful to women who are thinking about it. Um, my, my program is also called vibrant through menopause and it's a, it's a program that, that is group and individual that is the best way to help you go from tired and achy and, and feeling, not feeling like yourself. That's what I hear so many women say. I don't feel like myself to going from that and feeling a confident and feeling vibrant and feeling energized. And they'll leave having the tools to take care of themselves. So it's very empowering that they have these ways of taking care of themselves for the next 30 years, 40 years and beyond. That's wonderful. And you, actually you answered my last question. <laughs> Uh, because I was going to ask, you know, for the listeners who are, of course, on the fence or skeptical about the non-traditional treatments for menopause, you know, what advice or insight can you offer to help them? And perfect. They should just hook up with you, this masterclass and the Facebook group. Yes. And then you have all the tools for them. That's wonderful. Is there anything else? Um, I just want to say that as a culture, most of us are tending to look for a quick fix. Mm -hmm. and. There's no quick fix. A supplement is that exactly that. It's a supplement. We um, need to look at the underlying causes. And I, and I speak with a lot of women and they're like, but I'm healthy. I exercise, I eat healthy. Um, and if that's the case, you know, being open to the fact that there are things that you could be doing differently because whatever you're doing right now is healthy um, and, and, active as you are something, you know, something's out of bounds. So being willing to, um, be coachable and just advocating for yourself. I've had enough. I'm not going to wait another moment. I can help you. <laughs> Don't try to figure it out on your own. If you Google menopause, you're going to find 28 million hits. Where do you even start? Wow. I didn't know that many. Wow. Yes. At least. <laughs> wow. Go to Marjorie. Okay. <laughs> I love the holistic approach. And I think, uh, yes, if I ever have come across any symptoms or anything that's bothering me, I will definitely go to you. <laughs> Please. I'm, I'm here to help. I, uh, too many women are struggling. Too many women are giving up hope. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be, you know, that you're getting old. Um, there is hope. So please reach out if I can, I'd love to help. Thank you so much for being on my show today and just providing such value. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Gina. Thank you for all that you're doing and having me uh, speak with your listeners. My pleasure.
From the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone who has graced me with a five-star review. If you haven't had the chance yet, it's never too late to share your insights. It's because of each one of you that my podcast has soared to BuzzFeed's acclaimed Best Women Sobriety Podcast list. As a special treat, I am ecstatic to present my latest offering, the Overcoming Challenges mini course. We all face life's hiccups, and this course is meticulously crafted to hand you the tools to rise above each one. It's a small investment for lifelong skills. But wait, there's more. I have two exclusive gifts just for my listeners. For those embarking on or curious about their sobriety journey, immerse yourself with a transformative seven-day challenge, an ideal starting point. Additionally, my six-step blueprint to an alcohol-free life is yours to explore. I divulge the very steps I passionately pursued without the crutch of AA or the 12 steps, anchoring me in my own sobriety journey. To access these free treasures, simply text the word GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, to 1-855-649-6196. Once more, that's the word GIFT, G-I-F-T, to 1-855-649-6196. And I'm overflowing with gratitude and love for each and every one of you. Thank you.